Welcome everybody to the Sports Culture Podcast. We are back, myself, Mark, and Mo. We're going to be talking about strictly football um, from here on out. Say what's up, guys. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Um, so today on the, on the show, we got our favorite um, winners and losers from free agency, um, team-wise. For me... My winner is the Broncos. Um, you look at the Broncos, they don't have a lot of moves in this offseason, but they have two major moves in my opinion. The biggest one being they traded for Sean Payton, who obviously is a big step up from Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett was probably the worst coaching hire in the last five years or so, um, and he really just ruined the Broncos offense. I don't think Russell Wilson is great anymore, but I do think Sean Payton is going to be able to elevate Russell Wilson to at least a top 10 quarterback. We saw the last couple weeks of the season when uh, Daniel Hackett was gone that Russell Wilson actually did not look bad. Um, They also brought in Mike McGlinchey on a pretty solid contract. It was a five-year, $87.5 million contract. Um, yeah, the Broncos' offensive line slight overpay in my opinion. Not gonna lie, it is a slight yeah. overpay. But when you look at their offensive line, they had a big need to tackle, and when you have a midget at quarterback like Russell Wilson, you're gonna need to protect him a lot. And that's something the Seahawks didn't do, and he was still able to at least succeed in that system. So hopefully, Sean Payton, being the genius that he is, he's able to make a system that fits Russell Wilson really well, and he has that protection now. So, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about um, Broncos being a winner for me? I, think... I definitely like the Sean Payton move. I think they had to go out and do that. Personally, I wouldn't trade a first for a coach, but the franchise is kind of in shambles. So, I like I it. Agree. It was bold. But I think it all depends on if Russell Wilson decides to be good at football again. Cause, you know. Yeah, cause that man just lost a step last year. Like, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett was god awful, but you could tell yeah. Russ just wasn't there. Yeah, I agree. Smart to keep the receivers that well, at least they came out and said they were gonna keep them. I didn't understand why they would have traded them anyways. I mean, I I agree that he definitely took a step back. But when you when you watched him play, you could see that a lot of the decisions he was making was because of the playbook and what he was told to do. I mean, he, I, I don't remember throwing him throwing a deep more than a few times in the whole season. All, all his throws were, you know, simple, simple checkdowns and stuff like that. And I think that was because yeah. of Daniel Hackett's uh, playbook. So yeah, I agree. I think Sean Payne is going to be able to elevate that that offense a lot and be able to actually make a playbook that fits um, Russell Wilson uh, for loser. I have the Bucks. 
we we know we all know what happened with the Bucks. They lost the GOAT, Tom Brady, which it was inevitable. Um so Yeah. They it was inevitable that they were gonna get put on this list as a loser. Um the the thing that really makes them loser is they don't have a quarterback to fall back on and they don't have a pick to take one of the top four quarterbacks in the class. So you can't really take a project in Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. And you also can't, who I, by the way, think the Panthers should take number one overall. Who? Who? Will Levis? No, Anthony Richardson. Oh. Okay. I don't don't hate it. I think think Stroud should be the consensus number one, but. I think Stroud. Yeah, I agree. I like. I like Stroud at one. I mean... Yeah, but the Panthers aren't really in a position to be like, let's take this guy who might be good. No, no. They've been trash for years. Here's, here's my thing. Since the Panthers are not going to be good this year, they can get a bridge quarterback. Sit Anthony Richardson for a They've year. They've had a bridge quarterback for like six years. I mean, I can definitely see them taking but AR-15. This is a long-ass bridge. I don't think it's out of the realm of but possibilities. Like this, this is the year that they finally have the chance to take their quarterback so they can sit Anthony Richardson for a year which he's going to need to sit for a year I think no matter where he goes and I, they have a good coach in, uh, in Frank um, so oh, I yeah. think Frank yeah, I, I yep. think he's going to be able to develop uh, whatever quarterback they take but I think Anthony Richardson is going to be really good if he sits for a year and has a good coach so I, I think that's who they should take a lot of people disagree with me on that But what quarterbacks do they have on roster right now Sam Darnold? No, no, Sam Darnold signed with someone else. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even know who they have, to be honest. Yeah. Where did PJ Walker sign? Chicago. Oh, yeah, that's him for real. That's that fella. Yeah, anyways. But um, the Bucks, they don't have someone to fall back on. Their next best quarterbacks are Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. So, dog shit and dog shit. So you got no one to fall back on there. Um, they also these were the they right signed um, Andy Dalton. Oh yeah, the, wait, they did actually. I didn't even see that. Yeah, the Panthers did. That's, oh, that could be the bridge. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You can start and Andy Dalton, even though he sucks right now. You can start him for a year and let him let Anthony Richardson develop um, under him. Because Anthony Richardson has all the intangibles. He has the arm talent. He has the athleticism. He just needs to work on his decision making, and uh, and I think a coach can, a coach like Frank Reich can really help him out on that. Um, but anyways, back to the Bucks. They also cut Leonard Fournette and Donovan Smith, which were cap space wise, which cap space Uncle Lenny. back to being real. It was a myth for a few years there, but it's back to being real. All these contract um, are catching up to teams. So, Leonard Fournette and Donovan Smith were cuts they really had to make. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect their team in a negative way. They brought back Jamal Dean and Levante David, which those are two of their best defenders. Um, probably their second and third defender. It probably goes Vita Vea, Levante David, um, Jamal Dean. So, those were, those were good re-signs. But overall, the Bucks are probably going to be a... Three and fourteen, or yeah, probably be the worst of the second worst team in the NFC. Yeah, so that's why I have them as a loser. Um, uh, Fair. Let's go ahead and move on to Mo. What uh, who you got? Oh, all right, the Chicago Bears. 
Shy Wreck, Shy Town. Um, you know they went ahead also. and traded the first pick because this is a quarterback heavy draft class, and Justin Fields finally showed that he could be that guy as long as you know he stays healthy. And they got a pretty big haul back for it, and I mean they got the two first round pick for it, and then they got DJ Moore, which is kind of a crazy addition, especially because he'd be like the greatest Bears receiver ever <laughs> with his stats. <laughs> And so Justin Fields got a legit number one now. And, I mean, I feel like this helps the whole team out because, I mean, now we got Darnell Mooney being able to get second cornerbacks and not, like, the the best corner on the other team. So I think the ball's going to be able to get spread out more. Um, I don't know how good the run game's going to be other than Fields because they don't got a, a great back right now. I don't think Montgomery was that good anyways. I, but I think Leo Her- Herbert can be pretty solid. Yeah, I agree, honestly. I mean, when, yeah, but in games I mean, when he's had to play, he's looked really good. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears like somehow made a run at that division if the Lions take a fall somehow if they don't if they don't keep it up. I, I agree. I think it's going to be between the Lions and Bears. Uh, Vikings were frauds last year. I don't think they're going to be in the running to win it. <laughs> yeah, they um, got a tougher schedule. Yeah, I I mean I I completely agree with you. That that trade is really what. It's really the only good move of the season for the for the or the off season for the Bears, but it's such a. Good I think move the T.J. Edwards signing was good. Oh, and that I yeah, that's right. It was like a T.J. contract, so that's a pretty good yeah. deal for him. I mean, the trade yeah, yeah. sucked. That was the mm-hmm. worst worst signing of the off season, but um, the trade really makes it. What was it? It was number nine overall. A first round pick next year. Who's it, please? Their second this didn't year. Didn't they? He gave up a lot. Didn't they sign Demarcus Walker? You mean PJ? I think they did. What? Hmm? They signed a PJ Walker. No, Demarcus Walker. Oh, okay, okay. You bastard. My bad, my bad, my bad. You're right. But, uh,. Yeah, I think I think Justin Fields has proved the second half of the year that he's good. So, yeah, I agree. So now that he has a legit wide receiver one, and Darn- Darnell Mooney is a great wide receiver too. So things are definitely looking up for the Bears. They're, they're a team to watch in the NFC for the next decade. Yeah, and then my loser is the other half of that trade, which is the Carolina Panthers. Like, I think they're... Not bad set, like, moving forward. Maybe, like, two, three, four, five, six, seven years down the line. Probably closer to the end of that list. But, you know, they can finally take the quarterback of their choice. But they they sacrificed, like, first-round picks that they really, you know, shouldn't be giving up. Especially where if they didn't trade for this pick, I think next year they'd probably be in the running for Caleb Williams. So I think they could have just, you know, sucked for another year and took some, what, what pick, they have nine? Yeah, they had nine. Yeah. Yeah, they could have They could have used that pick on somebody else who, like, I mean, they could have got anybody there, honestly. This is a pretty decent draft class. You could have taken, you could have bolstered your defense. You could have taken a receiver. You, you, you could have set it up for a, a Caleb Williams tank perfectly. But I don't, I don't know why they're rolling the dice right now. Especially when, like, I feel like this year the quarterbacks are, like, good. 
but I feel like they also have like a bigger bust potential. Like if they take Anthony Richardson or something. But next year, you know, I feel like you know what you're getting with Caleb Williams. I I, and, I agree because it's not yeah, it's not only Caleb Williams next well. year, but there's you got Drake May and Jordan Travis next year too. Next year, yeah, but is like an elite quarterback class. It's Caleb Williams. It's it's Caleb Williams next year. That's I I feel like it's like. It's like Caleb Williams or bust if you're one of the tanking teams. Like you want him. It's I mean, like how I, I wouldn't say yeah. like if we're like not bust, but it's like yeah, they're good. Nah, like, but if you if need a quarterback, a, like it's like in the NBA that, right man. now, everybody's tanking for Victor. But you know, Scoot Henderson's a pretty damn good player. Oh yeah, Scoot Henderson. But you know, it's just I think I, I think the fall, I, I think the fall off is just different. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. I think. Caleb I, think I agree. A big gap I mean, obviously, they like someone a lot in this draft. Yeah, I don't They're think they had to get to one. I don't think they had to get to one. Taking a more of a hardy approach. I think they're gonna uh, end up taking Bryce Young because I don't know if you saw, but the Panthers uh, GM at the combine had an had an interview, and he said it's probably a smokescreen, but he said how they don't. There's been they're a not, lot. They're, they're, not, they're not looking at size at all, and you know that's. Bryce Young's biggest knock, obviously, is that he's five ten. So he is pretty damn small, but I just don't get like the. They could have traded to probably let's see this. Four maybe, but I don't think the Raiders would give that pick up. The Raiders. Yeah, aren't they at four? Or three? At, no, that's the Colts. The Raiders are at seven, my boy. Yeah, what are you talking about, dude? I think they could have traded the five or six. Let me see the draft. They could have gone. They could have gone the Seahawks or the Lions pick because I don't think either one of those teams taking quarterback. If they wanted one, because like, all right, let's say it played out: the Bears, Texans, Cardinals, Colts. Oh yeah, sorry, the they could have traded up to three and jumped the, the Colts. And, the Texans and the Colts are definitely gonna take quarterbacks, but then I feel like you could just five and six would have been fine. I feel like the third best quarterback in this draft isn't too far behind the first. Well, nah, but I think someone's Arizona's. Trying to trade down, they're in a pretty good spot to trade down. Mm, they stink too. I don't know, man. I don't know why the Panthers didn't just wait for Caleb Williams. I think it's because they're hating. Yeah, Frank Reich, don't fuck with that. Yeah, they could have had like I know it's like a little fantasy. They could have kept nine. They could have had like a J.C. Horn, Joey Porter Jr. Ooh. That would be crazy. I would have paid to see that. No, yeah, oh. I, I agree with. And you. Jeremy Chin, that would have been a crazy back. Oh man. And and Brian Brian Burns, hold up the line. But they fucked it up. They fucked it up. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they work that down the line. Yeah. All right, Mark, who is your winner? All right, my personal free agency winner. Miami Dolphins. Biased, biased, biased. Nah, no bias, no bias. It's in the paper. It's in the pudding. So, they go out and get Vic Fangio, first of all. It's just a crazy move. Dolphins needed some defense. Last year was pretty rough for them. Then they go sign backup quarterback that they desperately needed for a little concussion-prone QB. Mike White knows the system already, though, so I like that move. Then they retain all their running backs. They go sign Braxton Berrios, hopefully. I think they want some more uh, some more rack. I think that's what they were trying to get at with that. 
then they go ahead for me. I really like this signing, one of my favorites by them. David Long. They needed a real Mike guy. Um, Jerome Baker. They need to replace Hunter Long. They lost the last name. Oh, uh, yeah. RIP. It's a real, real hooper. Uh, I'm against Hunter Long in a second, but yeah, that boy David Long. I mean, hopefully he uh, stays healthy. But when he is on the field, he's just, you know, all over the place, really well-rounded guy. And uh, they needed a real Mike linebacker pretty badly because Jerome Baker, who they wanted to be that guy, just hasn't really turned into it. Um, they, you know, retained a bunch of depth guys. And the big the big move from them, Jalen Ramsey. For a third round pick and Hunter Long. This is the off season of picking up wash corners. <laughs> Man. We got we got Pat Pete to Pittsburgh. You know what? Jalen Ramsey don't care about your opinion. Jalen Ramsey to He's Miami. He's on ball next year. And then what? Stefan Gilmore to Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah, nobody care about Stefan Gilmore. He's washed. I found it funny when the I saw the Dolphins fans talking about how they've got like the best duo in football. I would personally Howard never said that. I personally never said yeah. that. Xavier Howard has for the been record, bro. Xavier Howard in four years. For the record, I never said that. Bro, every single time Xavier I watch a Dolphins game, so that out there. Xavier Howard gets uh, completely. Bro, last year, last year he is so bad. I'm not even lying. Like athletically, Xavier Howard moves like a brick. Athletically, he lost a huge Byron step Byron Jones last year. doesn't have any knees. Yeah, Byron Jones ain't on the team no more. I could care less. Cause you guys killed his knees. That ain't my problem. Know, he Dolphins, took all those drugs. The Dolphins, the Dolphins are cooked, bro. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, nah. Tua's got two brain cells. They bolstered <laughs> up. Wait till Tua stays healthy. He's learning jujitsu. He's gonna be nice and healthy next year. Bro, one sack from Tua, and he's gonna have the brain of a Dolphins fire. are, Dolphins are putting all their chips in right now. The, what what chips? What chips? All man? the chips, all the chips. They're buying all the chips right now. That's why oh, I think. Uh, so I got them as my offseason winners. I got my Dolphins as my Minnesota Vikings of this season. Uh, yeah, in your dreams, but now on to my losers, the Ravens. Not much to talk about. They didn't really do much, but um, they lost that boy Lamar Jackson. I didn't lose him yet, but. He announced today he wants a trade. He requested a trade about three weeks ago. And, you know, they're just yeah. still signing these WASP receivers. They signed Nelson Aguilar for God Super knows Bowl, what reason. Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion Nelson Aguilar. I don't, know what, team, I don't know what they were trying to do there. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't really many receivers on the market anyway that were I mean, uh, worth signing. But uh, who, who got signed? Jacoby Juju. Myers? Jacoby, Juju. Juju. Uh, I mean, it's just it. There was what, they some... both got eleven year, like eleven mil deals, right? Like yeah, both of them did get eleven mil. Yeah, I feel like hmm, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, they really didn't do much, and uh, they're gonna be in a little. They're gonna be a little chaotic for the next two months with Lamar Jackson up in the air. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I also think another loser is Lamar Jackson himself. Oh, no, I agree 100%. Because he did get a good, uh, an offer I thought was pretty good, which he declined for some for some reason. Awesome. 
I also don't think Lamar Jackson, you know, no offense to him, but from his interviews and whatnot, he doesn't seem like, you know, the smartest fella. Well, he doesn't know. have it. He doesn't have an agent. Yeah. So I don't know if he should be dealing with his own finance. I don't no, know if he should do that. I agree. I think he should have took. He got like what? He get like one fifty or one thirty three fully guaranteed. I don't know what that Louisville education set him up for. Yeah, but I think he. Uh, he I'm messed not up not taking that deal. Some some of these good players are losers this offseason. They've been fucking around with their contracts. Playing the market wrong. Not Larry Tunzel though. Thompson Johnson got played. He got played like a fiddle. I no, his he, agent. He played himself, man. No, his agent played him, bro. The contract he got now makes he's... sense. He's only oh. played safety in his career for ten ten games. And no, but injuries. I'm saying like he. But the the contract he got. The reason it was so cheap is because the Eagles offered him a contract. I think it was twelve million a year. It was a it. long term deal. Yeah, it was three yeah, years. Yeah, right? I think a year. It three was three years. years. Yeah. But the he thought his agent, I guess, thought it wasn't. He they were lowballing him in the market. And so you know, Stupid. twelve million he, is pretty good for a safety. And then he goes to, to go get other offers, doesn't get the money he wants, and the Eagles take that money and re-sign two of the best corners in the league. We ain't got, didn't have the space to I sign think the no Eagles more, got. I think the Eagles got lucky, honestly, because if he accepts that deal, Darius Slay is gone on to another team. And I think I'd rather keep Darius Slay over, over CJ. Yeah, I think... If I'm in... Howie Roseman's position. I think the Eagles are going to be fine, man. The Hargrave thing was a kind of it was a big loss, but like yeah, I mean, there's the not Eagles much. The Eagles' line has done, always uh, been so deep. They still got they got their road. They got Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, uh, Derek Barnett's coming back from injury. No one talks about that. You got Jordan Davis. Too. I mean, Jordan Davis. I mean, Jordan Davis is there to to fill in and for. This, this D line class is deep too. The Eagles had all of the most of the players the Eagles lost. They drafted their replacements last year. And y'all got two like Jordan Davis. Yeah, Jordan Davis yeah. is there to replace Hargrave, and Nicobe Dean is there to replace T.J. Edwards. Yeah, I think the Eagles will be fine. Yeah, as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they do with their draft picks though. I did want Joey Porter Jr., but then they kept both their corners, so that's probably not going to happen. I think, listen, hear me out, right? The Eagles probably have a still like a, a top five roster in the league because they didn't take a step back on offense at all. Like, yeah. And their defense probably still top ten. So they have luxury picks because they're a luxury team. So I think you take a luxury player and you take B. John Robinson and have the best offense in the league by a mile. I mean, I yeah, I think uh, they definitely even though it's definitely going to draft a running back. I, I cannot um, justify taking a running back top ten. I agree, but oh, uh, top ten? No, I don't. No, nah, I think I think, I think the 10. move is trade back from ten to like mid the mid teens, and take. I mean, if his draft class, his draft stock fell because of that pro day, take Jalen Carter. And then you trade up from thirty to mid twenties and take Bijan. Uh, that would be my perfect first 
for first round for the Eagles. Jalen Carter is still going to go top 10, I think. Yeah, I think Jalen Carter is a player who could take N9. They got him at 10. Faster. And then... I, yeah, I, I, I see them trading up for Bijan. I think they need to trade up for Bijan. I think there's going to be a few trade-ups for running backs. I think Dallas would take Bijan. Yeah, I've... I don't. I think if you guys don't trade up to like twenty one around there, then he's in the, either going to go to the Chargers or Dallas. It, what is it? There's three teams that want to miss it. What, the Chargers, Dallas, and and Buffalo, right? Buffalo yeah. had a bunch of meetings with them. Yeah, probably. But I feel that I, I think the Eagles' offensive line is still the exact same. No, I think you, if you well, had, you, you guys, you guys lost Isaac uh, Samelo. He was he started. Yeah, for you but guys last year, we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but I, I was just saying you guys did lose someone. I think I think Cam Jurgen said he'll play guard until Kelsey retires. Another guy they picked ahead of time. Um, I mean, the Eagles are stacked on in the trenches. I want to go back to uh, been stacked in the trenches for years. I want to go back to Mar Jackson real quick. There, there's a lot of people who think that teams are being stupid for not going for him. I just want to break down why. Like when you look. When you look at it as a general manager, he wants two hundred sixty mil guaranteed, right? For mm-hmm. for five years or four years, yep. if either four or five years. Yeah, and lots of and with, with, with that non-exclusive tag, you have to give up two first-round picks just to sign him. So yeah, one hundred percent. It doesn't really make you're, sense. You're, to, to you're giving up, contract. and cap space is back to being real. So you're giving up thirty percent of your cap space on top of two first-round picks for what eighth best quarterback in the league. And so you're surrendering eighth, eighth. Hold on, eighth. I feel like you're doing them dirty there. I would put him in the six, in the six to eight range. I, I'm not putting him top five. But fair. I'd, I'd put him in the six to eight. Racist. <laughs> no, I'd, I, 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 I'd, I'd put him in the six to eight range. I think he's friends. Yeah, friends top five though. Mm. Yeah, what? Who are you putting I mean, over him? I gotta hear this list. Okay, I mean, you got Mahomes at one. Uh-huh. I got Burrow at two. Uh huh. I got. Hurts and Allen at three four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then you got a five. I'd put I'd put Jay Herb- Herbert at five. Herbert, yeah. And then I think I'm putting T Law at six. Oh. After his end of the uh, after, after his after his end of the season, I think he's gonna be at six this year. I'll take. I right now though, currently I'll I'll put Lamar at, at six over T Law. I'll take I'll take Lamar over T Law. I'll also take Lamar over Herb, bro. I'm gonna be honest. Oh no, that's a close one. I think. I mean, yeah, it's, that's real close. That's real close. I think it's close, but Lamar has done more with less. That's true. And Lamar has. Lamar also has push anything. He, he what? Justin Herbert blew a twenty-seven point lead in the playoff game. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, but you say he's done more with less, but he, what has he really accomplished? Team-wise, the same thing. Well, he's with accomplished so the more. same thing as Herbert. Yeah, exactly. I. As a talent perspective, though, as a passer, I think Justin Herbert is easily well, better than Lamar. That's racist. <laughs> I mean, think about think about Lamar's MVP year, who he was doing that with. Yeah, that, I no, mean, that's no, the Seth, one thing me, I could use against his Herbert. Weapons from his MVP race right now, off rip. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, Sammy Watkins. No, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Watkins, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, man, get the no, out of here, man. Not, That's some not, bullshit. You guys are. I'm not saying he's bad. What year? What year did Lamar win MVP? 2019. 2019. 
but I'm not putting him top five. Oh. Hey, man. Man, this team is rough. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Jalen Hurst, the best black quarterback in the Sammy league. Watkins so, yeah, wasn't even on right this there. team. Willie Sneed was his wide receiver one. Yo, Willie Sneed. Oh, he was open. Yeah, he was Seth Roberts and Miles Boykin, bro. Seth and and Hollywood Boykin. Brown. Oh, and yeah. then he had and then he had eighty year old Mark Ingram on that team. Alright, but the point is you as a general manager, you can't give up thirty percent of your cap space and two first round picks for a high injury risk player like Lamar. I mean right. the he, Browns did it. Yeah, what injuries is he gonna get? But, but they're stupid for that. Like, well, they, nah. They, to be fair, to be fair, Lamar's injuries, all of Lamar's injuries, have been non-running injuries. He's been in the pocket for like all of his injuries. I understand that, but Lamar is actually or like close to very, the pocket. Very, Lamar is a very smart runner. I don't think he gets the credit I'm, for it. But you, look no, at I agree hundred percent. You look at last. That's year, what I'm saying. It's like you, you look at last year, and he had an injury that lingered on throughout. What when did he get it? Like week five or something. And it lingered on throughout the whole year to the point where he couldn't play in the playoffs. And he was hurt a little bit the year before that. I just think he's... And I know he hasn't got specifically injured running the ball. But when you run the ball as much as him, you're going to get injured at some point in your career. And since he runs the ball so much, he has a little bit... He has probably five years less of a lifespan than most... A lifespan? Lifespan (laughs) quarterback career. His career span. Shelf life. I think it's <laughs> a better life. term. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say. He has about five years. I mean, less but, than a shelf life, I would say. As a, well, I mean, hopefully he doesn't get an injury like that. I mean, you can never predict those type of things. But I, I know you can't predict it, but as a statistically speaking, yeah, no, you're correct. He's, but he's a high injury risk player is what I'm saying, and you're giving up. I mean, he at space. the same time he could change a franchise like overnight. You know, so I mean, but you're surrendering either having a great defense or having a great offensive line if you get him. I think. So it also depends how your team is currently built. Okay, let's look at it. I'm a Commanders fan. Let's look at it as a Commanders fan. There's a lot of moving factors that go into it. You you give two first round picks and you give Lamar the contract he wants, right? Okay, you give him his weapons that he's never had before, but you already don't have a Mm -hmm. good O line. And you have an elite defense, but now you're gonna guys like Montez Sweat. You're not gonna be able to pay him. We I didn't want us. I don't want us to pay Chase Young anyways. But it's between Montez Sweat and Chase Young to get paid. You're not gonna be, be able to pay either of them. When Benjamin St. Juice needs a contract, you're not gonna pay him. It's gonna be tough to pay your safety duo. You're not gonna be able to go out and get a linebacker like you need to. And four years down the road, when Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen's contracts go out, it's going to be hard to retain them. So it's when you look at it as five years down the road, it's I, I understand from a general manager standpoint why no team is really going after Lamar. Right uh, well, no, I agree. It's a lot of it's a lot of assets you're putting into you know quarterback, but you got to think about at the end of the day what he's going to do for you. This is facts. Alright, well, um... I think someone will pay him eventually. I think 
he'll be on a new team next year. Well, um, as Meek Mill said, he wants to go to New England, so. I mean. Going to see how things play out for him. Um, but, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up now. Um, it's a good, good episode back. And uh, yeah, I think we covered we'll try to be more active. pretty well. Um, next episode, we're going to go into um, the draft as that's coming up in, what, 31 days or so? so yeah, just yeah. about, well, I think it was one month today. Yeah. Or yesterday. Yeah. So I know a couple days ago I saw a graphic for 32 days. So It's coming soon. Coming soon. With that being said, uh, Sam Howell, quarterback one, and uh, we'll catch you all next time.